Welcome, 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 everybody. It is your favorite podcast team. We are definitely in the building. It is the Power Team Podcast. Uh, We have a special guest with us today. However, we still would like to go ahead and introduce ourselves uh, just in case this is your first time rocking with us. We still want to say welcome, welcome, and welcome. Um, Before we get into our topics, uh, before we get started, I want to go ahead and introduce everyone here on the platform. Well, they'll introduce themselves, you know, but I go by the name of Kesha Kesh. And I'm passing the people's champ. And it's your boy, King Leo, coming at you from the rock. I am Jay Money. <laughs> you mute. It's your boy, Dr. Real, Mr. Motivational. Let's go. Sorry about the Let's technical go. difficulties. <laughs> and we have a special guest, everybody. Hey, how you, and you can introduce yourself. Hey, uh, can you guys hear me? All right. Yes, yeah. we can hear you. We can hear you uh, really, really well. But if you don't have your mics muted, um, mute your mics to cut out the background noise, and then we'll go ahead and get started. So as usual, guys, we have some really, really good topics tonight. In addition to that, we have some great things that our guest is going to speak to you guys about, share, share some information with you guys about, and um, it's going to be a really, really good show. So I know I like to you know, sometimes talk about other things that's just happening on a day-to-day basis, but we are pushing for time tonight and we want to get all of our topics in. So we'll go ahead and start out with our first topic. And that is going to come from King Leo. King Leo, what you got for us? Yo, yo, yo. Today we're talking about parenting and stop being your your kids' friends. Let me let, let me take the glasses off. Take the glasses off. Take the glasses off. Being serious now. I'm gonna jump in here because I'm I'm royally I am royally pissed right now. I am royally pissed right now. Okay, let's 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 get one thing straight. Let's get one thing straight. All the parents out there, you are not your freaking child's friend. When you're being your child's friend, you are robbing them of a valuable asset that they need to learn and grow as an adult and as a young woman or lady. Okay, I want to point something out. I want to put a couple things out here. About two weeks ago, we had a 12, a 13, and a 14-year-old little girl at Walmart that stabbed a 15-year-old girl, and the girl died. Yeah. And check this out. To add in, check this out. To make it even more crazy, the mother was the getaway driver. Was the getaway driver right now at Walmart. I and to yeah, add insult to make it, it even I've more to piss me off even more. The little 12 and 13 year old went live on Facebook talking about, yeah, we killed her. Yeah, we killed her. She dead now. I saw that. She dead I now. I saw that. I did. And, and it's 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 it just it's beyond me. It's beyond me. Because these girls, they was dead serious on this freaking live. She dead now. So what? So what? She dead now. Yeah, we stabbed her. We stabbed her. But what child with a parent is acting like that? Um, what child with a parent? And then the mother then went ghost on on social media. She super dead. Oh, all the girl, all the little, all it's three girls, three girls. They couldn't catch all of them. They got four. They got four of them. Four of the girls in custody right now, all facing second degree murder. All facing six. Now, if y'all didn't see my status this week, I said parents, y'all need to start freaking um parent being parents to y'all freaking kids. Because when they freaking facing them charges and they or they sending their coffin, it's too damn late. It's too late to be on Facebook asking about, you know, can I need I need some help with this? It's too late to be on Facebook and social media just trying to go find me to figure and do funeral things or, or pay for a lawyer and whatnot. It's too late for that. You might as well throw that money down the dang on drain. All that money could have went somewhere else. But instead, because of your lack of responsibility as a parent, now that freaking child is going up there for all these kids getting out of control. They out of control because you letting it be out of control. Somewhere between them young ages of them young tender ages 
of five, six, seven, eight, nine, where they really learning what's going on, you failed as a freaking parent. It is your it is your responsibility to watch what they doing, watch who they hang around. Like my mama used to say, everybody ain't your friend. Make sure they um doing what they supposed to do, be doing and disciplining them appropriately and correctly. I'm old school. You finna get an ass whooping. You ain't not there to freaking be their friend. You're not there to be their freaking friend when stuff is getting hard. Freaking being a, a getaway driver. Coming up to the Walmart to pick them up as the kids running out the freaking Walmart and all of them jumping up in there. What is shame on you? What? That's not a half an accomplice. And then and then on freaking letting them kids get on Facebook saying that about this little girl that they just killed. Well, apparently I saw where she got on there and made them apologize for their statement before they got arrested. They all had this sorry, I'm sorry um, statement saying they didn't mean it. They was just mad at the time. Did you see that? Oh yeah. Oh, it's background too- feeding them what to say. Let me let me oh, yeah. let me do this because this is kind of the direction that I was about to go in. And I'm looking at some of the comments uh from the viewers, and I have a comment from a lady, and she's saying, I don't agree. My parent was great. I took my route, got back on the path, but I disagree. And I was gonna say two things just to go with this. I saw briefly a little bit of what that was that you're talking about, but I was gonna ask a couple of things because sometimes we don't know the full background. Were these foster kids? I'm not saying that gives an excuse. I'm saying were these this these people actual um, parents? Like, you know, what what does that background look like? But in addition to that, it's so different. It is so different to where. Is it possible that the, the the parents are a little bit more lenient to discipline the way they should just based on the system? Perfect example, I, I, I was working and I was at work, the distance from my job and the distance from my house, which is where the area of my, my daughter's school is a big, it's like an hour and a half traffic wise. And I remember her being um, sick, not sick to the point to where she couldn't go to school, but it was just to the point to where uh, she got a little cough here, and this wasn't even around COVID time. It was just more so if she got a little cough, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm at work. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm judging the basis on, I know how she was at night before we went. To, she went to school. But long story short, they called Child Protective Services on me, and they told them that I uh, was neglecting to provide medical attention to my child. And that, you know, and I just use that example because it can go so much deeper just based on the difference of now. But in that particular situation, what I saw, I'm not going to say that's the norm because, yeah, if you was a part of all this, something wrong with a parent. But case by case scenarios, you know, it's it's, it's different. That's just my intake on it. I got, I, I got you. And I, I just want to point this out. I want to point this out. Uh, the majority the majority of these kids that's acting up these days are lacking in parenting somewhere Absolutely. okay I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not saying you lacking as a parent Kesha, okay because they were jacked up that's just a school tripping that's just a school <laughs> tripping I'm, I'm gonna get on that but majority of the parent the majority of the kids <laughs> these kids that is getting in trouble these days is because of lack of parent they not watching them they not uh, take responsibility self responsibility for them, and they not watching who they hang around, and they letting the environment raise their kids. That is what they do. And most of the parents, they're on Facebook Live, turned up in the club somewhere, turned up with their homegirls. They're not watching what their kids is doing. My daughter and I was not; she didn't grow up as my friend, but she's my friend now. But she know there's a boundary, there's a line that she cannot cross. She knows I'm still mama. She know better. I don't she know, better. I don't she know, know better. that, but I consider her as oh, that's my friend. I got a lifetime friend, but she know better because she's twenty. She's twenty eight years old. So, but it's because you see it when I'm on live. I see uh, Facebook. I see these mamas in there turning up, and these people I know got twelve year old daughter, and they on their live turned up in the club. They don't know where their daughter is. They don't know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And it's the, that's the lack of responsibility to them kids. You supposed to be a role model to them little girls. Mm-hmm. And they looking at you like, oh, mama over there, I'm finna go 
too. You are a reflection of what your kids see. If now I want to bring up the woman going, your daughter's gonna mimic you. And I want to bring up another situation here. Okay, this happened last week. I read about it. Last week I read about it. We got a girl and a boy, um, 16. I think they're both 16. Y'all probably heard about it. They set this boy up and killed him on his doorstep. A basketball right. player. He was a young basketball player. He was oh, real, good, real good basketball player. I have to go back and find the story, and I'll probably share it with y'all later once I find it. But what happened was, it was it was a look. It was a girl and her cousin, both of them sixteen. Went to the boy house. Her job was to get him to come outside. Went to the boy house. They was in the house for ten minutes. Eventually, she came outside with the boy on the doorstep. The other cousin jumped outside from the bit from the bushes and shot him. And took off running. They got the kids in custody now. But for what? For what? Different. Robert, it's man, different. Hayden. Hayden on, hayden on that little man. Because he was a good basketball player. And he had a future. It's just the moral. Let me ask you this. Teaching them. They're not teaching them to value life. They don't value people's life anymore. We taught our kids growing up that everybody is precious. Everybody's life is mean something to you. I know that's what I taught my kids, but nowadays parents don't teach their kids that. Now, now so I like to, I like to, I like to give nuggets. You know how we do. I mean, if we're gonna talk about these things, what's a solution? Because you know we can all be honest here to say uh, the parents nowadays are young, a uh, younger generation from what they were back in the day. So you may not have those people that have the close knit family, or you may not have those people that know how to true parent, be a parent. Mm -hmm. They, they feel like being a, being a friend is, uh, being, um, a parent. So what information can we give them King Leo? Like what, I mean, I know we got brother and sister clubs, but not only that, everything is so distant now because of COVID where we can't really actually, um, we can't connect like we used to. So let's drop some links. Let's let's drop some nuggets. Let's try to um, have some type of sources available for people that may even be a little bit shy, but maybe going through exactly what it is that we're talking about and then give them an outlet. So let's let's do that. Let's drop some links. Um, I know that um, there's a lot of comments here. I really, really appreciate y'all chiming in. As usual, I'm going to go in and I'm going to read some of these comments as we're continuing to go. But like I said, we want to move forward. We want to keep things going because we do have a lot of topics to get into. I think this was a really, really good topic to touch on, King Leo, because, you know, people look at things differently. And sometimes this stuff had to be brought to the light. And we have to get in a room like this. We have to get around each other and talk about it and have people to elaborate and understand and, and be accountable and see their faults. Not saying everybody's going to do it, but sometimes we have to get in these roundtables. We talk about it all the time. All the positive men that we have, all the people that, you know, want to uplift other people, do something, you know, create something, create awareness, make something happen. And I think that's what we just need to do. Um, to try to change the mindset of some people that have just went down the wrong path. Um, we are now going to. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, King Leo. I was saying, now I want to just point out. I just wanted to point out one more thing, and then um, we're gonna um, move on. Um, okay. They did a study. They did a study um, here in Little Rock. Okay. Um, last year, the main killing of um, people last year was done by the ages between the ages of 16 and 22 last year. Young black men, okay? Was mm -hmm. done by young black men. Okay, that was the majority for last year. So that means that our youth are the ones kinda out here doing some 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 killing. Okay? So I just wanna just wanna leave that with y'all. 16 to 22. That's deep. So. That is very deep. Um, what we're going to do now is I want to introduce our guests. Um, of course, King Leo, I think it probably even needs to be a part two to that topic because I know that these comments, they're not even the normal comments. They're long. They're so long I can't even read them, but there, there are a lot of comments here. Um, but we will definitely, I mean, these comments are long, long. Y'all see these comments? Sorry. Um, 
Yeah. Thanks for chiming in, guys. Thank y'all so much for chiming in about this because it is. It's a good topic. Definitely something to uh, to talk about. Um, without further ado, we do have a guest on our show. I want you to introduce yourself, uh, Royal Life, and let the people know, like, where are you from? Um, you know, what is it that you do? Um, what resources do you have available for based on your uh, the things that you're doing in your industry? We are all actually in different areas, although we're here on the same show. We're in different areas. So that's a good question. I don't even know where you're from. <laughs> so let's talk about it. So if you can introduce yourself, that'd be great. So a brief uh, introduction of myself. My name is Royal. I go by Royal Life. Um, I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts, um, and I spent a lot of my life in in North Carolina, uh, Eastern North Carolina, and North Carolina. Uh, now I'm in the Miami area, so um, I kind of started my. I'm just really a content creator, right? So my story goes, you know, you get into the business as a musical artist, as so many of us do, especially as younger guys, you know, went the whole label route, was on a label for a few years. And I learned so much from that, right? I spent so much time just on the label, but I, I was like flying on the wall. So I got to, to sit into bigger business meetings and see how people conduct themselves, how big time like household name artists conduct themselves. And after a few years, I started I started my company on artist services. So, you know, we would get money for a budget to, you know, to have a photo shoot. I went and bought a camera. I'm like, I'm gonna teach myself how to do this. And, you know, after a little while, I'm good enough to where I'm, you know, charging other people how to do, you know, or to do photo shoots uh, that turn to video. Um, just, you know, all those different type of artist services. So after a while, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm a little bit more successful as, you know, an entrepreneur than I am as the actual musician. Uh, let me kind of focus on that. I didn't like the way some of the stuff behind the scenes and music was going and the type of person that, you know, sometimes you really got to be to succeed at that business. Um, it just, I wasn't for it at the time with some, you know, integrity things like that. So, uh, I just started my company. I, 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 I just built it on that. And after a while, I'm like, you know what? I like, we lost him. I wait for him to ping me again on the side to um, add him back into the studio. I don't know what actually happened. Um, I know there are some bad services in a lot of areas, but we'll wait for him to um, come back and um, we'll add him. And he's back. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you can so hear us. Uh, we lost you. We lost you, but yeah. we got you back right. now. Are you able to hear us, uh, Royal? Yeah, I can. I can. I can. All right. Cool. All right. Um, no yeah. problem. So we got you back in. All right. The fast forward that I just like I said, I took my company. I just started doing content creation. I started podcast. Uh, the first one was in 2015, called the Black Bag, and that was kind of about teaching black people um, just uh, economic empowerment. Um, learning with the people, you know, me just starting from the bottom, admitting I don't really know anything and I'm willing to learn with everybody. Let's learn together. Um, that went until I started a, another podcast on YouTube and a, a few other platforms called the Culture Lights. That was more of a topic based show. Um, just having my hand in, in the music business because I have a love for that. So um, I'm co-owners of a label uh, with A-Rock Hill. And that label's driven, you know, this is some of our merch right here. Uh, that's been really successful, making a lot of noise with that. Uh, so just, you know, just always creating, and you know, creating content. Just being a creator at heart of everything. You know, I'm a licensed barber in two states. So if I'm just an artist at heart, is the long and short of it. Got you. So let me, um, so let me ask you this, Royals, because this is what this is about. And if you guys are just tuning in, just to let you know, um, met him on a clubhouse and um, we were we were running a room and we were just trying to meet people and you know connect with people that were doing some of the things that we thought was interesting so 
how does it work royal for people that's not in your area because we know this whole social thing goes farther than the person that lives in your city or the person that lives next door so what is it that you're here to do to help people Well, it's, it's just really just promoting and just helping each other, just networking. I think that's the key, right? The internet is here and all, like you said, all of us are in different places. I'm down in South Florida right now. You guys are in other places in the country and we're just here communicating and, you know, chopping it up, you know, then I think that's important. We got to have conversations on some of the things like King Leo was talking. You know, I think some of that stuff starts with just leadership. And, you know, another thing I'm passionate about is being like a mentor to a lot of other men you know just trying to put people in positions and um just teaching each other holding each other accountable for stuff that's what my group of guys does with each other we hold each other accountable you know if one of us is you know out of line with somebody, you know bro, you got to think about this in a different way and i think we need more of that so when i think the reason why some of the streets is you know going the way it is is we don't have enough of that you know uh, uh, on a level where those kids can respect you know what i'm saying because you gotta you gotta have that respect a little bit to be able to sit there and talk to that kid that's uh, 16 to 22 to where they know that you know where they're coming from and what they're talking about but they also know that you really mean saying you want better for them you know what i'm saying so it's you know, i think we got to get back more to that men's leadership in the communities you know in the households just you know just in the neighborhoods you know dads uncles brothers you know just barbers whoever you know what i'm saying just really being there for the kids and, and touching them like that I agree. I definitely agree. And I love to talk about these things because the good thing about it is that when we get on these type of topics and when these things come about, we always have a, a positive message from our guys that's um, on our platform. You know, they're doing positive things in the community. And it's just really about spreading that um, that positivity, you know, killing the negative vibes and spreading the positivity um like we mentioned please hang out with us we have probably some other questions that we're going to get into as well because we do want your social media platforms are you are you able to hang a little bit longer do you have to go we want to get into some other topics but we also need your social media platforms to be dropped here in the comments cool we want those dropped in the comments so that we can actually um have everyone that's listening and that may need some type of uh things that you have available as well to reach out to you so without further ado we're gonna go ahead and move forward i know you got to drop off shortly king leo uh but we're gonna jump into our next topic and that's going to be with you miss passion what do we have uh i'm gonna talk about uh therapy the benefits of going to therapy um I think that's also a solution uh, for our children uh, uh, we can use because uh, a lot of them have a lot of aggression. Uh, they're growing up with uh, social media influences and just a lot of negativity. So I feel like uh, therapy, um, if the parents don't have a solution all the time, you can seek a solution uh, from a therapist, an unbiased uh opinion sometimes can be resourceful. Uh, I can tell you by my experience, I had a blood surgery uh, done in a couple of years ago when I was 33 and it really traumatized me. I didn't understand why this happened to me. So I went into depression. Uh, I was diagnosed with PTSD. Uh, and so I started going to see a therapist. And um, uh, by a year later, after I started going to see this therapist, I started coming up with uh, uh, ways to become better, uh, ways to distract myself, ways to get out of my depression. So 75% uh, of people that go to therapy uh, find therapists uh, very, very helpful. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about, if we go back to our children and we want to talk about the murders, I just recently went through something with my son where his cousin was murdered and he took it very, very, very hard where he was in the hospital like three, uh, th three times. I actually had to take him to the hospital like three times. Uh, and they were saying he was struggling with uh, depression, grief stricken, heart palpitations, and he needed uh, counseling, therapy. A lot of times we talk as parents, we don't have a solution to everything. I could be there for him 
I could be there for him spiritually. I could be there for him physically, but I don't have all the answers to fix a broken heart. I didn't know exactly what to do, what to say, how to help heal him. So sometimes you can use an outside source like a therapist. Uh, Sometimes it it, it can't be mama. It can't be cousin Ray Ray. It can't be Pookie. Uh, It can't be Lucy. It can't be your best friend. It got to be somebody that is unbiased. It's going to give you uh, sometimes not even what they learned in school, just their perspective, an unbiased perspective on how you should move forward or how you should move back or what you should do uh, to change in your life to to get over this process. Uh, And when you're grief stricken, like I struggled with grief, uh, losing my mother all the way up until I was 30, until I became okay with it. But when your child is going through this and they're hurting, that, that hurts you to your core. And it was nothing that I could pretty much do. And every time I went to the hospital, his heart rate was like elevated. And they was just like, he's just extremely sad. He's heartbroken. He, he can't comprehend. Like, how could somebody, like King Leo said, just blatantly set somebody up and murder them for $200? You know, this is their first cousin. This is all he knew. Like, they're not hood kids. They didn't grow up around this. Yes, we see it on TV. Yes, we see it on social media. But it has never been, like, attached to us and our family. It's never been a dynamic of us. Somebody getting just murdered. And somebody that close that was like a brother to him. And it was like something outside of me that I could not fix. So the only thing I could do was take him to the doctor. And the only thing they could do was just like, uh, he needs grief therapy. He needs to go to talk to someone else that that handles this. That's their profession. So every time, everything, we don't have the solution to it. We have to learn that, especially in our culture, because we think we have... Jesus and Jesus can fix it and this and this and this and this and this and this. That's probably sometimes right. Sometimes you, you, yes, 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 that, 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 that can work sometimes. But sometimes you, you need a physical ear. You need somebody physically there to, mm-hmm. to say, hey, I'm going through this. How mm-hmm. do I move past this? What are some things that I can incorporate in my life to move past this? And sometimes your mother does not have the answer. Your cousin does not have the answer. Mm-hmm. Your best friend, sure going to be biased. Cousin Ray Ray gonna be biased. Everyone goes, God got you. God don't make no mistakes. And you're gonna get through this and it's gonna be okay. And it's just gonna take some time. We can give all the cliche, cliche things. But in actuality, sometimes you gotta sit in that hurt. You gotta identify why this hurt. You gotta go through the identifying factors. These are things that therapists come into play with that they can help you. So to me, therapy has been beneficial for me. I think it would be beneficial for a lot of people to not have somebody that uh, is going to be biased because we can sit and like I can call Jay Money and, you know, I can get all the advice. But I know Jay Money loved me to an extent. So she she going to be there for Sharita. Uh, so I'm like, uh, you know, somebody outside of me that I can go to. and They're they not like against Sharita, but they ain't going to like Sharita. Like, you're wrong. Let's think about it in this perspective. Or let's 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 work on this or let's go. Uh, let's start writing this down or let's do this. So it incorporates different things and it gives you an outside opinion that can help you uh, a little bit further than to me that your 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 circle of people around you can. That's my opinion. And you know, and how, I think it goes to what Dr. Ready. Real was saying. Um, we talked about this prior and, and Dr. Real was saying mm-hmm. we got to stop making it seem as if um, we have... Um, it's negative. Like like going to therapy is negative. Right. It's the right. just changing the mindset. Because we were Definitely. we were raised that the black the black culture is fr- they frown on therapy. When you hear therapy, they say, Oh, you're crazy. Oh, it's something mentally wrong with you if you want to see a psychiatrist. And Kesha is the one who led me to that. And and I thank her every day for that. And had she not led me to that, I wouldn't be on this this platform right now because I was deep in my depression. And that oh, I had a, a I had a therapist and a grieving counselor that I was seeing every two weeks and they helped me because these people are people don't know you. They don't judge you. They don't tell you what you want to hear. So exactly. it's exactly. the first time I told my one of my cousins, she said, 
oh, so you don't went crazy? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, they, they definitely would deem you as crazy. Uh, my whole family, when I first came out with my book, they, they was like, oh, she's mentally ill. She's crazy. So I go to my psychiatrist and I go to my therapist and I say, you know, this is what these people are saying. They said, do they know the level of intelligence that you have? Like, we're your psychiatrist. Like, this is what we do. We sit. We, we know who you are. We know the level of competency you have. We know how intelligent you are. So why would you just got to think these people are hurt in some type of way or they, they're emotionally attached to you. They just don't want to see you do well. But that does not mean that you're crazy uh, or you have some type of mental illness just because you express how you feel. But people will put you in that box and not just like... <laughs> I've been going to therapy for how many years? I see a psychiatrist for, and I'm not diagnosed as crazy just because I wrote a book. But if that's what you want to see it as, but they do try to shame you for that. I mean, but let me ask you this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna read this comment. Go ahead, doctor. But how 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 is how is mental health a white thing? That's that it, it just it's, 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 just let that resonate on your ears that makes no sense at all to sit here and say well i want to be mentally i want to be mentally fragile my whole life so i guess it's a black thing that is the most mm-hmm. idiotic thing that uh mm-hmm. that our people perpetuate to this day god got you i said but god put the right, right. Yeah. sometimes you want to hear a physical ear god is, 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 is spiritually connected to you he's your in, in your consciousness sometimes yes. like, you want to hear it from the outside of face sometimes you want god to speak through somebody else to and speak he does through. And you get to, and and, and like you said, it's not a black or a white thing. Like you get to pick a therapist that resonate with you. Like I went through a lot of therapists that before I got to a therapist that I was comfortable with, with opening up and sharing and really respected her perspective enough to take it into consideration. Uh, So uh, you get to pick and choose who, who in in that aspect, who you want in your life. I, I have white psychiatrists, but I trust and value their opinion uh, to, to the fullest. So I don't know why black people think this and then black people say uh, Jesus is white and you going to pray to a white Jesus or you saying God is this. So I'm just like, I don't, I really don't understand that, that concept. Help is help. No matter what color it comes from, help is help. It My doesn't matter what color is behind it. It could be a Hispanic person. It could be whatever resonate and it can, can connect with you to, that can help you. God can use them. So it doesn't well, matter what this. color you are. While we're talking about it, that's, that's why I w- was trying to um, have one of our guests in the audience to elaborate. Uh, Robert Bobby Lowe Wallace said the religious mindset really hasn't helped much. So I asked him to elaborate more on it. He said, I'm one of those people that don't get therapy or depression. Grief and depression are often confused. That, I, I that, 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 that does make sense. That depression kind of, co- it depends. Cause you could be depressed about, like I wasn't grieving what I was depressed about. I was depressed because I, uh, this man has disabled disabled me he's blood bletchered me in a surgery that was supposed to be something so simple and then to find out it was a surgery that i didn't even need to have surgery for so it was just like like why did this happen to me like why did this man you know do this to me and destroy me uh to this level and then everybody's like oh you got to forgive him again and go back to that because you got to forgive him you got to forgive him you got to forgive him like i can't fight this man i can't beat this man up i can't kill this man all i have to do is sue this man for some money and then i'm stuck in a wheelchair i'm stuck at home i'm stuck going to therapy i'm stuck in doctor's appointments i'm stuck 80 percent able to function now for something that somebody did to me and all i could do is wait to go to court years later for some money that's all I can get out of this. So to me, it's like no comprehension of, 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 for, of forgiveness. I know I have to forgive him at some point for what he did, but it took me a long time and to get to that place where I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna be okay with being 80% functional. I'm gonna be okay with some days I can walk and some days I can't. I'm gonna be okay with uh, what this man did to me. Uh, some someday it ain't today i ain't ready i ain't there today right now even with therapy and counseling i'm still working on that that's a work in progress so forgiving him because uh 
He slaughtered. He slaughtered me. This not only affected me, this is affecting my kids. This hurt my dad. This hurt the people that truly, truly love me. Uh, so uh, I'm still working on the forgiveness part uh, of, of this. So I can understand, Babala, when you say religious, they say, you know, forgive him for you. And, you know, it'll elevate you, make you feel better when you forgive him. That's understandable. I mean, it, it's definitely I'm not there yet, but uh, therapy, therapy do help me to learn distractions. Uh, I got into more art uh, and, and crafting, and uh, you can't think about two things when you're creating things, when you're creating art, or you're creating. Uh, that's why, right? That's why I do so many things. People are like, what do you do? I, I'm like, I'm a brand advisor. I'm on a podcast. I'm an author. I do this. I do that. I, do, I keep myself busy. To keep my mind busy so I won't think about the negative things. That's why okay. I stay busy. That's why I do so many things. Definitely understandable. Um, thank y'all so much for the comments. I thank you all for engaging in all of our topics and things that we're talking about tonight. Um, I did drop some information here in the comments in reference to how you guys can find Royal Life on social media. We have his Instagram here. Um, we have all of his... Uh, platforms here that he shared. So they're in the comments. And if you have questions, if you just tuned in, if he mentions some things that you're interested in, if you need more information, please drop that information here so that uh, we can still connect with him. Um, you know, networking is the key. That's why we have uh, guests on our show. That's why we try to support and do things to help them um, network with other people as well. Um, we're going to move on to our next topic. Uh, again, we want to get a lot of things in and we also want to give you some more time as well. Uh, Royal, the next topic we have is coming from you, J Money. What you have for us next? Well, it's your girl, J Money. I want to talk about lies, 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 lies. Men lie, women lying lie, ass, lying, 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 ass. lying ass people. Do y'all know that <laughs> women lie? <laughs> men lie, women lie too. Do y'all know that lies is people that lie are deceptive people. They are deceiving you in some form or way. Let me just elaborate on that. So if you're a man and your wife comes to you and say, baby, do I look fat? Now you know that she didn't look like she looked when y'all first got together. <laughs> she done gained a good 60, 70 pounds. And the first thing you say is, no, baby, you so fine. Not not that you're not saying it to spur her feelings, but you're saying that to deceive her because the reason why you're deceiving her is because you're saying, if I tell her the truth, there might be a possibility I might not get no sex tonight. I might be on the uh, couch tonight. I might be sitting on the porch tonight. So right, you know, right, my, right. See, I don't understand why people just can't keep it. We're in 2021. It's about... You don't want to hurt that feelings, right? Tell I, them, get it, uh, I get it. I get it. I get it that you don't want to... I get it that you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. But if you love me enough, you will tell me the truth. You will tell me the truth. But tell me the truth in a way that you're respecting the way that you're saying it. I don't want you to lie to me. I just feel like people tell me all the time, they money, you too truthful. You too honest. I'm like, I'd rather tell you the truth than lie to you. It's up to you to accept the truth or not. But if you don't want to accept it, that's on you. That's not on me. Because I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell you, oh, you my all. No, you're not my all. I'm lying to you if I say that. And you the best I ever had. No, you're not the best I ever had. Because I'll be lying no, to you if I said that. that. No. And this is why you don't ask questions that you don't want the answer to. You don't want the answer to. If you can't handle the truth, stop asking that. killing me. I, I don't understand that. I, I don't understand why. If I'm one of these people, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm keeping 100 with you. Just keep it 100 with me. Or the same, vice versa. Why would you lie if I'm telling you that? And then the first thing you say is, People can't handle you. How do you know what I can handle? You're not even giving me that choice. You're not giving me that option to see if I can handle it. Oh, you want to lie to me to see if you're going to get over it? You're being a very deceptive person. And I, I, don't, I don't deal with lies because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the truth whether you accept it or not. Then I have girlfriends who sit up there who's dating and they date a dude and he should say, oh, that was the best, worst sex I ever had in my life. I said, well, did you, did you at least tell the brother that? No, I, I told him I, I, he was so good. I ain't never had nothing this good. Why? Because now you about to put it in his brother's head that he the best. He ain't did nothing. 
Yeah, he lied. And then, he lied to and him. then he's gonna run across a real one, and the real one's gonna expose the truth. And it's gonna don't be hard. I'm just telling you. I definitely think you should be truthful in that aspect. Like, brother, this, 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 this ain't it. Some you didn't it wasn't working. This didn't work because I didn't, I didn't get what I need. I don't know if you did, but I didn't. I'm gonna be truthful with you. No, no, I'm gonna get up out the bed and say, oh, yes, you're the best I have. No, brother, you sorry. I'm not gonna I say mean, sorry to your face, but I'm gonna say to the point where you understand I wasn't pleased. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. I'm not gonna do well, that. Let's hear from the doctor. The doctor yeah. is in the building. Jay Money, it's not it's it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's how you say it. Because I'll prefer the ugly truth over beautiful lie any day. Like any day, any day. Because the problem with lying any is day. people when they lie to you, especially when you got some time invested with them. Lying is using your vulnerability and the love that you have for that person. They using that against you when they lie to you because now when they got you to the point where you going you don't want to you don't you want to give them benefit of the doubt. You don't want to think they're lying to you. So lying's a powerful too. Just tell me the truth, and you know I always say hurt feelings gonna heal eventually. They will. Absolutely. But when I find that you lied to me, your whole character, your whole person, your whole disposition has changed. Our whole down. relationship is different now because I know. I can't trust you to Nothing. tell me anything. I'm going to question everything you saying going forward. That is me, Dr. Real. Once you lie to me, there's no turning back. It's like I've given you that avenue to say, brother, you don't have to lie to me. I'm not like every other woman. I'm not out here in these streets like you got a lot of me to protect my feelings. Because I can curl less. If you tell me the truth, I respect you more with the truth than I do with a lie. Because I feel like once you don't lie to me, I don't already caught you in lie because that same lie that you told me yesterday, I'm going to ask you a week later. And then it don't change. It will change three, four times. I'm like, let's, let's just call it what it is. You're, you're lying and let's just move on. Because once it takes too much effort. Me, it's over. It's over. It takes too much lying, effort. It takes too much effort. It takes too much time. <laughs> much you got to keep up with your story. You got to remember what you said. And I'm telling you the truth, so, so you got to remember what I said. Story <laughs> I mean, I kind of agree with you, Babalo. <laughs> at at the end of the day, man, it, it takes it takes the power away from you when a person lies to you. And they tell <laughs> you that still. I'm trying to protect your feelings. I'm trying. You protect you taking my power from me to make my own decision. You're making a decision for me by lying to me. You're making it for me. Don't lie to me. If you see that I done gained some weight, yeah, tell me. So I know, baby, this ain't what you like because you know I done gained some weight. Just say it in a respectful way. Like Dr. Yeah. Lewis says, not what you say, it's how you say it. But yeah, you you know, you ain't the same that we was. 10 years ago, but just tell me, dog, don't sit up there and say, oh, baby, you the finest thing, and then you turn around like looking at the finest thing walking by because your ass sitting up for fat. Just tell me. You just can't tell her, you just can't tell her the back way from the biscuits. That's not a cool way to say it. You don't tell her the back way from the biscuits. Just tell her, you know what I'm saying? You concerned about her health. You know, I'm concerned about your health. I know diabetes running your family or whatever the case may be. I'm concerned about your health. Instead of watching me bro like the Michelin man, I said nothing. But, uh, one of the people, yeah, Bobby Law Wallace said, um, hate to hurt your feelings, but relationships are full of protective lies. Jay Money, it, it, um, it is couples lie to each thing. other every day. Yeah, that's the sad thing. I rarely agree with that 1000 percent. Bobby I agree with you. I agree, it's true, but it's not necessary. Relationships are lies, it's built on lies. And, and why? Why do you need to lie to your spouse? If I love you enough, and saying that you have to like play into their love. No, no, you still don't have to lie, passion. Because if you love me enough, you tell me the truth. You don't lie to me. No, no, See, no. but listen, check this out, though. I won't trust if, you. If I, trust if, you. I kinda, if, if I come to my woman and say, baby, am I fat? I already look at myself and I already know it. I'm waiting for her confirmation me to tell me. I already know I'm fat. You, you ain't got to tell me. I see myself every damn day in the mirror. Not the real. Me and you are here. Come on now. I already know I'm fat before I even ask you. I want to hear from Royal. I want to hear from Royal. What was your insight on this, Royal? You were trying to chime yeah, in. All, all this sounds good on paper, man, right? But men and women work different like that. Like, so, you know, Tell like, me more. Y'all like them lies. Y'all want y'all ego struggle. need you to, you know, reassure them because they're already questionable and it's up with it. Why? Exactly. You know what I mean? So, a liar so, is, is a deceptive person. Like, 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 like
No, if you're not, I'm, I'm, push I'm, like I'm, you, I'm telling you now on this, I'm telling you now on this podcast, whoever listening and whoever on this podcast, if you're lying to somebody right now, you are deceiving person. You're a, you're not to be trusted. You're not to be, I don't like deceiving person. You shouldn't lie to nobody. And then, you know, every time you lie, you make, you, you the devil smiles because he knows that you're, you're deceiving somebody. <laughs> Stop deceiving them. Tell them the truth. So, so you shouldn't say the sex is good if it's trash. Like if you're in the midst what? of it, they'd be like, what? whose is it? You shouldn't be like, it's yours. Or you it could be yours, but that don't mean it's not trash. It could be yours. Yeah, this says your, it's yours for right now. Hell, it's yours for right now. Ain't you in it? It's yours right right now. Like, like, Why are you in don't. it? Yeah, it is yours. I'm not going to lie and say it's not yours, but baby, when we get through, I'm going to tell you some things you need to work on. What are we talking about? What what's theirs? Let me get a clear understanding of what we're talking about when you're talking you about. You know what it what is. is. Kesha, stop it. Oh, yeah. It's not. We're talking about the coochie coochie, the JJ, the vagina. The box. It's hers. It's hers. All that. I'm like this. It's yours while you're in it, but it belongs to me. While you're okay, in it, it's I'm yours. From you. But See, after, I'm learning. I'm not yours. Once you get out of it, baby, it belongs to me. I'm going to let you know while you're in it, it's yours. But once you get out of it, it belongs to me. It's going to walk away with me. It's going to go to. It's going to go out this door with me. So it belongs to me. But at that right. moment, it's yours. Like Dr. Real said, it's all about how you say it. So I'm, I'm going to say it in a different it. way, okay? That goes back to asking what you don't want the answers to. What you say, Roy? I'm sorry, I had to leave. I was saying that goes back to asking but. questions you might not want the answers to. So if you're the one asking those questions, right, are you asking somebody to lie to you? If you yourself know the truth in that. So is that person that's responding really a liar or are they just... You know, telling you what you need to hear at the time. It's not like they're volunteering. You're not gonna walk past your lady that she done gained weight. Hey, babe, you know you getting a little thick out there. You know what I mean? But if she asks you, like, what do you think? You know what I mean? So it's, I think it's two different things. You know what I mean? Those, those aren't kind of the same thing. Yes, but don't you can ask tell the baby you have you gained weight, but you still fine to me. You still fine to me. That's still telling. You still fine to me. Truth. You told her the truth. The of course, that's the <laughs> Carlos Johnson said, Well, I declare <laughs> me too, Carlos. <laughs> me too, Carlos. Saying, said, stop, well, lying. stop lying. We're in 2021. Stop lying. Stop stroking people's ego. Stop telling people what they want to hear. Tell them the truth. Listen, if they man, don't want to tell the truth, let that, that be on them. <laughs> let that be on them. Tell them the truth. Let, them, let that be on them. Because I don't, I don't deal okay. with liars. I don't deal with liars. I don't deal with liars. Stop lying. You have to. Someone said, unfortunately, I would love to engage in this discussion, but I'm at work right now. I believe that lies within a relationship will come back and haunt you. It Marco, will. hey, drop your topic it in will. the actual comment yes. uh, or your or your um your answer to whatever you wanted to chime in on. We'll be here. So we whoever said that I agree uh, Marco, with Marco. It Marco, it Marco will come Pearson. Back well, yeah. we'll be still here looking, and it says you're still fine to me is a bullshit statement, but it's necessary. Yes. Right? No, nope, that's not true. You still no, 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 it, no. It, it is. That person can still look but good to you. Still look good to you. They just they just stick around the waist more than they was before. They still look good that's to you, right. though. That don't mean just because they gain weight. That don't mean that they're not fine to you, baby. You're just not what you was when we got together ten years ago. Don't mean that she's not Absolutely. sexy to him, but he's telling right. her the truth. You have gained weight, baby. You a little thicker than you was when we met ten years ago. Yeah, I mean, you're not gained weight really. in the right places, so it can be like, well, man, you got a little thick. Yes, I mean that you're not sexy to me. I right, like right, that. Right. Hey, I know one thing. I know we're getting short for time, but uh, if you're in a relationship tonight and um, stop lying, you know. If you girl. are in a relationship tonight, um. <laughs> You know, just take it, engage it the way that it will work for your significant other. I'm sure that you've been dealing with that person. We're not trying to break up any happy homes or any of those things. Uh, we still need your views. 
please Absolutely. come back. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we got to talk about the things that need to be spoken about. It. So, uh, Jay Money, good topic. She's sick of the line. I can look at her face and tell. Right. She is sick of it. I'm just like, girl, this looks like nothing's be adding up. I'm like, babe, you are the best ever. He'd be like, yeah. We do have another topic we have to get into. We um, It's at 850, the 850 mark, but we have Dr. Real's topic. Dr. Real, what you have next for us? Come on, Dr. Real, take us home. We're going we're gonna to talk about what is imposter syndrome. And the reason I picked this topic, because I was uh, checking out Issa Rae, and she mentioned this term last year about being imposter syndrome. So I was kind of curious what that meant. And basically it refers to the inner, in, your inner, uh, internal person telling you you're not good enough. No matter how you got the email, you might be expert at your at your field. You could be, uh, you know, the best at whatever. But there's always that tiny voice telling you you're not good enough. Uh, it's like feeling like a phony. You, you're, you're worried somebody's going to discover that you don't deserve that job. Or you don't deserve that success you have. Or you don't deserve the love that that man and woman is providing for you. So here's some, some, uh, some symptoms of that. Self-doubt. Now, you don't heard me, if you've been on this podcast enough, you heard me talk about self-talk all the time. Because I promise you, what you tell yourself is what you're going to end up believing. If you tell yourself you're the man, enough times, you're going to believe you're the man, whether you're the man or not. If you tell yourself you Beyonce fine, but you look like a cricket, you're going to believe that you're Beyonce fine. I know a lot of ugly folks have got a hell of a lot of confidence. Let's be 100 about that. I know it. If you be in the club, see any time in your life, there's a whole bunch of dudes that like Jerome and Ron from Martin. They got hella confidence. You can't tell them they ain't sexy. Inability to, inability to realistically assess your competency and skills. Like say, you're always telling yourself you're not good enough. Be ready your performance. You wrote a perfect essay, but you tear it up because you missed one comma. That's that perfectionism that's in there. And as a Leo, that's one thing that we suffer with. I know for a fact, as Leos, we are perfectionists to the T and that causes a lot of problems in our relationships because we expect that out of our mates but I've gotten better ain't it right baby uh, I feel that you won't live with expectations uh, overachieving <laughs> you may have had that parent that pushed you in school to get nothing but A's and you were scared <laughs> to come home with nothing less than that I remember a time when I came home with an incomplete and I turned that mug into a B real quick when we had paper report cards back in the day you know, hooked it on up real quick because I know my mom was gonna be like, "How you, how the hell you get an eye in your class?" That's no, no matter how I got it, I did, but I changed it, and it wasn't a good day after that. Uh, sabotage your own success. Uh, yeah, yeah, you have a line, and see the consequences wasn't a good one. Uh, setting very challenging goals, and then you feel disappointed when you fall short. Like you sit here and say, "I'm gonna write a book, and I'm gonna sell a million copies the first day." That's an unrealistic expectations, and like I tell anybody. Unrealistic, unrealistic expectations always get realistic goals every single time. Don't be out here saying I'm going to be a platinum artist when you ain't on that level yet. Uh, the thought process is, is if you do well, it must be a result of luck because a socially incompetent person just doesn't belong. Um, so I need y'all to again tell yourself, love yourself. And here are the types of imposter syndrome. The perfectionist, like I just said. Never satisfied with their work. They can always find something wrong with it. You probably got a girlfriend or homeboy like that. They nip, they take forever to get ready because they're always trying to change something. Because they, they see something wrong that only they see. You don't see it. you like, that. I'm ready to go. But they always seeing something wrong. The superhero. These individuals feel inadequate. They feel compelled to push themselves to work hard as possible. The overworker. The overachiever. The expert. You know every damn thing there is about cooking. You know everything there is about it, but for some reason you doubt yourself. The natural genius. These individuals have lofty goals for themselves and then feel crushed again when they don't succeed on their first try. And then the soloist. I'm going to do it by my damn self. That's a lot of sisters out here in this world right now. I'm here to tell you. I'm going to do it by my damn self because ain't nobody do it better than me. Need to stop that. It's not a good look. So here's some coping mechanisms with y'all. Share your feelings. Just like Pastor's talked about going to a therapist. Ain't never going to go into a therapist and talk to somebody that may see things different than you. Focus on others. Stop focusing on yourself so much and turn your attention to other people. Assess your abilities. Take baby steps. Wrong was not built in a day. Take your time to your success. Question your thoughts. It's okay to question what you're saying to yourself. Mm -hmm. now, now, don't answer yourself, but ain't nothing wrong with asking yourself everything cool. 
mm-hmm. and stop comparing yourself to people. Social media has made it so bad that you're always comparing yourself to what other people have, and half the time it's a facade. Absolutely. There's a lot of people on Facebook that be hold these racks to their hand and all like this right there. That's their damn rent money in a car note. <laughs> Please stop it. Or, or, it's income, or it's income tax season and you and, and you capping like this income tax season. Uh, and you got to go purchase a 2007 Hyundai Elantra with that money you just got. I mean, stop it. And then again, use social media moderately. You can't, don't, that should not be your end all, see all end all. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You may see some beautiful women, but by the time they get that, them, them, them wet wipes, that makeup wipes and take that face off, child, you don't know what that woman look like behind that. So please, <laughs> stop worrying about that. Stop worrying about being a pastor. Be you. At the end of the day, the whole thing is this. Be you. Be the best version of you every single day, no matter what that version is at the time. But build upon yourself every single day. If you have a problem being on Instagram, looking at all the, at all the models, quit looking at them. Everybody can buy weave. Find somebody to beat Everybody. your face. You look just like them. Everybody okay? Fellas, quit worrying about what other dudes are doing. You know how you get there? Get your own grind on. Don't sit there and be worrying about what the other man doing. Get your own grind on. Put that work in. And sit down sometime and just congratulate yourself on the little things you do and not just trying to make these big grand gestures. What I got to say about it, Cass? I mean, you've been preaching tonight. Uh, uh, I totally agree with what you're saying. Absolutely. Um, I agree. Uh, I agree. AKA Dr. Phil. They calling you Dr. Phil tonight. Um, All right, I work with that. <laughs> one thing I wanted, I know that you, you had a quote for us last week. You didn't get a chance to, um, no, it was a poem, I think. Yeah, and I got it right here waiting. Let's yep. go ahead and get into that. Once we're done hearing that, I want to hear the last words from um, Roll Life, and he's going to go over some things too that I dropped here as far as how to get connected with him, and he'll close us out as well. But let's do the poem, Doctor Real. Okay, the poem is called "What's My Name." This first poem I ever wrote about mm, in 1997. I want to say I wrote this poem. First poem I ever wrote that I actually cared about. A black child was walking one day when the ignorant person said, "Hey, little nigga, what's your name?" The child replied. My name is respect. The one thing you demand from me but fail to give. My name is pride. The one defense I have for your worth, no scar where they leave. My name is faith, for it is my faith that carries me on. My name is pain, for the hardships my people encountered in the past and the transgressions they still suffer. My name is hope, for one day you should see the error in your ways. You ask me what's my name? My name is dream, that one day everyone will see the person before they see the color. Deep. Oh, deep. Nice. Very nice, Dr. Real. That you said nice. you, you wrote that one? It's been a while? You wrote it a while ago? Or? Yeah, I got. I used to, I used to be as deep into poetry. Uh, not as much anymore, but I got, I'm got. i publishing a few books. Um, did my thing for a time back in the early 2000s when it was snapping and popping, you know. It was yeah. good to be a poet. Yeah. That's how yeah. so I expressed myself. Nice. So. <laughs> we need For Black that. History Keep Month. Keep coming. Keep them coming. We really appreciate those. Um, we do have a little They're bit of time left, but let's go ahead and. What was it again? You were cutting off. I'm sorry, Raw. What was that? No, I was just telling them how yeah, that's still was... relevant, though, even though you wrote this some years back, man. So that's, you know. Right. That's right. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes, we can hear you now. It was uh, cutting off. We have a few minutes, not really a few. We have a minute left, but um, well, the people that just joined in late, uh, I did drop your information in the comments. Um, Can you kind of close us out a little bit to let them know where to find you on all major platforms and what you're here to do for the people, connect connection wise? Yeah, man, I'm on every single platform, man. You could uh, follow me on Instagram at rlife, R-L-I-F, the number three. Um, or Royal Life with a three for the E, man. You can Google me. I'm on everything, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of that, man. Just getting soon. I got a lot of different things going on, man. But, you know, more importantly, it's just about being a conduit with the people, man. Helping people connect to their dreams, playing my part, inspiration. We network with each other. We spark each other's passions. And I think that's the big, big key of what it's all about, man. It ain't about me. It's about us. 
right. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in and rocking with us tonight. Also, yes. if this is your first time, um, I see a lot of new people on here because I picked some different places to stream from tonight. I usually don't actually stream from my personal page. I added that back to the stream. And so I'm seeing a lot of people on here that I'm friends with on Facebook. Um, also, there's other platforms that I've added, but continue to rock with us. Come support us. We're here every Wednesday night between the hours of 8 and 9 p.m. We would love to continue to have you, but we are going to close out because we ain't got to go home, but we got to get the hell up out of here because you already know with power, you are. Oh, Lord. What? We have rehearsal you? Again. No, 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 no. Hold up, I was trying to ask. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna try one more time. Because with power, you are what you speak. All right, we almost got it, y'all. Right, Just give night, us a little night. bit more time and work with us. But y'all have a good night. This has good been night, fun. Thank y'all for tuning in and good night. And stop lying. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>